your girl Nina Montañez. Hey yo, what to it do with your boy Rue and I'm coming for you. <laughs> and this is Sofrito Speaks. Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, damas y caballeros. How y'all doing? How y'all living? Sofrito speaks back on the mic. Y'all yes. missed us. You know it. Let's do this. Episode six of season number four. Let's get it. Let's Giving get it. it to you more. Let's head right into our first section, which is El Chisme. This is the part of the show where we let you know what had us fucked up, good or bad, and just give it to you how it needs to be good when you hear me better. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to start it off? I can start it off. You know what I'm saying? Okay, go. Go. So, Ruben and I were just sitting here catching up, like we always do right before an episode. And sometimes I'm like, yo, we just need to start hitting record because we be saying some shit and they just, it just be like real raw uh, conversation. But if it was raw, then I'd have to do a lot of censoring, which is why. Yeah, yeah, that part. <laughs> no, but I feel like if we would hit record, like I would have censored myself and like maybe used aliases or whatever. But anyways, I know that the last episode we talked about saving yourself and we spoke about, you know, when to choose yourself and, you know, you're not a bad person if you choose yourself. And I've been practicing that. I've been putting that into play in my everyday life. And I've come to realize through a lot of, you know, self-reflection, um, that I have literally been pouring into other people for so long that I'm fucking dehydrated. Like, I have nothing left to give people anymore because I've given them everything that I can and I have nothing left to even give myself, so I'm taking back that power. So I have myself fucked up, along with, yeah, I got some accomplices because motherfuckers have me all of the way fucked up, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take accountability for why I'm in the position that I'm in right now, and I think it's a great position because I'm being when I tell y'all, mi gente, I'm being so fucking selfish with my time and what I want to do that there's a level of peace that comes with that that acting accordingly, that doing what makes me happy, it's bringing me joy, and there is no. Like, no one's going to... The worst thing that could have happened for anybody was for me to figure that shit out. Um, I'm tired of expecting me from other people. Period. And I'm not... I'm just not getting it. I'm not getting it. So instead of constantly putting myself in situations to be disappointed, to be upset, to be sad, when I tell y'all I have gone through all five stages of grief, you don't you won't even understand. I know on social media it looks like I'm cool, calm, collected. Um... But off that shit, I was going through some shit. And now that I'm coming out that shit, it's over. It's over. <laughs> it really is. Because there was just a lot of things that, you know, uh, uh, we, I was able to shed light on or people shed light on for me. And I don't even think they realize that. I said this in the last episode. You let people talk long enough, they start to tell on themselves. And... In when people, when I was having conversations with people, they were telling on themselves. And I didn't call them out. I didn't think, I just listened. I just listened. You know, just smile and wave. Just smile and wave. That's it. But when I would go unpack it and I would go home and I would reflect on the information that I had just received, I realized I got to start moving differently. Not moving differently. I got to start acting accordingly. Now, when I say I start acting accordingly, everyone might think right now, oh, Nina's acting different. 
Nina's moving different. I'm not moving different. I'm acting accordingly. You showed me something that I wasn't a fan of. I'm not going to sit here and waste my energy and call you out on it. I'm just going to back up. We are too fucking old for me to tell you about you. If at this age you can't figure out what the fuck it is about you that's invoking some shit from other people or why you're in the predicaments that you're in and you're not self-reflecting and you're not trying to grow and you're not trying to have those conversations with your friends, there's nothing that I can do for you because the level of self-awareness that I'm at right now, I cannot bring people with me to figure it out. You need to figure it out for your fucking self. I'm not going to sit here and question, you know, can I do this better? How can I be present for this person when these people aren't even showing up for me? Yo, I'm over here moving forward, thinking ahead of like, yo, how do we get this popping for you? How do we do this? How do we do this? And I look behind me, ain't nobody, ain't nobody help lifting me up. Mm-hmm. Nobody's. When I look behind me, it's it's a, it's empty. There's no one fucking behind me. So I'm like, fuck this. The worst thing that could have happened for people that were in my circle was for me to realize they are not adding value to my life at the moment. It's not to say that we can't rekindle that shit later, but right fucking now, I literally just need to move by it's myself. It's going to be a no for me, dog. It's going to be a no for me, dog. You know what I'm saying? So mm. like, I, like I, I say I have a handful. I don't have a handful of people anymore. I have a pinch. Mm. A dollop, if you will. Nice. Something's it's small. It's very small. It's minute. Very minute. Um, and I just I had myself fucked up for too long, mi gente, and I had to just finally be like, you know what? I'm not cutting people off. I'm just putting them to the side for a little bit. You know, you start you start a project, we're just gonna we're gonna push that to the side for a little bit. <laughs> I'm gonna pick up a new project because I'm over I'm pouring from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. And I've said this in past episodes. I think it was season one. I, I started pouring from an empty cup again. And I just don't, I don't have the wherewithal to be your fucking cheerleader. And I've always said I don't go tit for tat. But coño, at some point, like, damn. <laughs> Why, how the fuck am I going to be your cheerleader, my cheerleader, their cheerleader, his cheerleader, her cheerleader? Like, I just, I am, I just... I'm cheering for myself. As you should be. I'm going to win. I'm cheering for myself. And I just, I don't, I don't have it anymore. I don't. <laughs> and the best thing that I did for myself on my 28th birthday, that night, I let it all go. I was like, we're done. I'm all set. Put it, I laid it down by the riverside. If the, if, if the river takes it, it takes it. I was it. down by the river. I was shaking that ass. What? Hey, that's where I'm at right now. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying discovering myself working on my fitness um you know watching no the changes that my body is going through um yeah mi gente i just i had myself fucked up people had me fucked up but i'm taking accountability for my ha- my half of the fucked up okay. what you got boo uh these past uh 16 days um have been a roller coaster mm. uh i had first we started off with nina's birthday party which that was like the start that was the start i got so trashed i'm not afraid to admit it i'm not even gonna hold you he was <sighs> mad fun 
<laughs> I was. I mean, I was living my best life, you know what I'm saying? But I was just like, what the fuck? I, oh, it didn't tell you that I slept in my car for an hour before you I left to that. go. Oh, okay. You yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, there's no way I can turn this vehicle on right now. I need to get some sleep. Um, then that happened. Then, you know, I go home and whatever. The week goes by. A depression kicks in. Yes, bitch. I a depression. That. I sent out a text to a couple individuals and I was like, bitch, I'm not doing social media. Leave me the fuck alone. Don't fuck can tell me about anything on social media i do not want to hear it um my job has me fucked up i'm not going crazy but i just needed a break from communication altogether. Mm. um you know and then friday came and Nicki minaj's album dropped and i got so thirsty for the headlines <laughs> that i was like bitch i'm back on tiktok and instagram holla at me um and then this past weekend I spent it literally partying so goddamn much. I partied Friday. I partied Saturday. Sunday, I partied for 12 hours. 12 hours. How does one do that? Right. It happened. And it was lit. It was lit. Like, uh, you know, shout out to Jay Maziah. He had a birthday party, a birthday brunch. Shit was lit. Uh you know, and I knew that I needed to take the next day off. But then I go to work today, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. So I wanted to just give you guys a little backstory. This is what has me fucked up. That these white motherfuckers up in these motherfucking jobs think that they can just fucking run you and tell you what the fucking needs to be done. Mm. And that's the problem. Because when you get a bitch like me who's not afraid to lose a motherfucking job, bitch... I'm going to say what the fuck I need to say. Mm. And you're not going to try to shut me up. And you're not going to respond to this email on some, oh, let me get loud. Let me get caps. Oh, you want to get caps? Guess what? I got bigger sizes. I got more fonts, bitch. Like, no, we're not doing that. Because I got into work today, you know, and somebody, you know, fills me in on some some tea that I heard that she heard in the back. And I was like, all right, word. So, you know, basically along the lines of like, they're pretty mad because I requested yesterday off and then I requested two more days off next week. And then I have Memorial Day paid off. So they're like, oh, how does he have all this time? He doesn't have this much time. Da, 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 da. But um, hello, I'm planning with the hours that I'm getting from each pay period because I get nine hours each pay period. So therefore, I do have enough time. Thank you. I know how to add. Yeah, for me. So not only that, I'm a motherfucking receptionist, bitch. My job is not essential. I don't give a fuck what the government says. <laughs> so if I fucking request some time off, bitch, if you guys know, I spent about eight hours sitting on Instagram. How essential is my job? Mm. But when the white people... When the white people, my white coworkers, they requested all of June, July, and August off. Me and the other Latina in the office were the only ones that we looked at that calendar and we were like, oh. But when we do it, it's a problem. Oh. Motherfuckers want one day, it's a problem. Niggas have three weeks. Niggas have three weeks off. I'm sorry. Wiggas have three weeks off. Mm. Like, they're really out here doing all this. So there's an email, you know, oh, you can't be requesting time off, da 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 you can't request time off if you don't have the hours already in your bank and you need to. Uh, no, I recommend that you have at least three days worth of hours in your time bank in case you get sick. First of all, I rarely get sick, number one. So I know what the fuck game I'm playing. Two, I'm not even going to be at this job long enough to want to worry about any of this. Three, my response to that was, if this is not a requirement, then I don't understand why we're getting a recommendation. This is my response. If this is not a requirement, then I don't understand why we're getting a recommendation. You hit send all? Yeah. Reply all. Reply all, bitch. I love you. Then, 
hits me with the it's not that i'm saying that it's not required okay so not that you're not saying it's not required honey reply all again okay so send me the hr document that states how to use the exact time off because you guys have a policy and then i know that the hospital has a policy so i would like to see both and compare and contrast thank you sends it to me and she's like, you know, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not trying to say that you can't. Oh, now request- you want to, now you want to backpedal. No, 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 no. Now you want to backpedal. I'm not trying to say that you can't request time off. I'm just trying to recommend that you have three days in your time bank. And I said to her, it's the wording for me. Literally, this is my response. It's the wording for me. I took her sentence from the first email, and in the first email, it says, I recommend. No, no, no. Yeah, I recommend that you have at least three days in your time bank. Do not request time off if you do not have three days in your time bank. Mm -hmm. Recommendation. Boom. Then you're saying, I'm not telling you what you need to do. When I asked you, is this required? You said, no, it's a recommendation. So what is the point? Because I don't remember emailing you asking you, what do you recommend I do? (laughs) One. Two. Bro. This was me and my 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 supervisor. Two, don't come at me on some. This is the policy. This is the policy. And then when I ask you for the policy, you want to get smart and be like, if you want me to sit down and explain it to you, I simply said I don't need an explanation. I can read. I can read it. I just want to see the document. I want to see it on file. I want to see that the hospital sat down, had an HR motherfucker sit and write this shit down. And then I want to see what you wrote. And then I pulled out one of the lines from their little policy, right? Mm. And I copied and pasted mm. it. And I said, it's funny because here it says. And you were still hitting reply all? <laughs> oh, this happened. This happened. Everyone in the office knows. But. This, uh, you know, it basically says along the lines of, of what she's saying, you know, I recommend that. And I'm like, I'm just it, it's just funny to me because it just feels like when some of us and I put some of us in quote and underlines as in the minorities, when some of us request time off, we come back to shit like this. Mm. But when other bitches have time off, it's oh, how was your time off? How was your vacation? So. Where's the respect? Mm. Don't come at me because I'm a fucking male and I don't have kids and I don't have a sickness and I don't have a... Dis- I don't give a fuck. If I fucking request a motherfucking day off and I have the time, bitch, give me my fucking time. All in all, for her to wrap up the email, because I just kept going. I was going. I was going. I was then pulling and plugging. MPC. pulling. And- oh, baby. I don't do nothing at work. I was like, ooh. <laughs> what said, a ooh, day, baby. baby. I go... <laughs> And let me tell you guys, if anybody really knows me in real life, y'all motherfuckers know I have no problem doing this. Y'all, y'all see me quiet and I'm like peaceful, you know. Oh, yes. You know, I'm learning patience and everything. But let me tell you that rude motherfucking Zales is in this bitch and I will pop out at any goddamn minute. Mm. And she ended that email with something along the lines of like, well, you know, I'm not trying to tell you what to do with your time. And I'm not referring to some of you. I'm referring to all of you. And I said, thank you. Appreciated. Boom. Because some of us are the ones that are getting reprimanded. Not all of us. Mm. For uh, for nothing. For the rest of the day, everybody looking at me in the office like, hmm. And I'm looking at them like, so who wants next? Because y'all see me coming in here. Y'all see me code switching. Y'all see me, you know, just, hi, good morning. How are you? And sometimes, let me tell you guys something. Sometimes I literally say good morning to people. And I'm like, why did you even say good morning to that stupid ass bitch? 
Oh, I know. But it's a habit, and I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning to just walk by people like, bitch, you see this fucking aura? I don't owe you a shit. So that shit has me fucked up. This job has me fucked up. Mark my fucking words. In the next four to five weeks, I will no longer be working there, and we are going to be moving forward. Because if you think I'm going to sit around, and after surviving a pandemic, and after realizing life, and after losing my fucking mind and coming right back to reality, if you think I'm going to sit around for another job for another six years and just talk all this shit about how it's an inconvenience and this and that, this and that, no, moving forward. I'm carrying this in life. If I have to fucking work because I didn't get famous and if I have to fucking work for the rest of my fucking life, bitch, I'm doing shit on my terms. And if mm. it adds another 45,000 jobs to my resume, because if, if you know me, yep. you know that I've worked for every goddamn company, then you know what? So be it. Because I'm not staying somewhere just to collect time and to be told you can't take time off. Mm. You can't. This, this PTO oh shit. God, you preaching to my soul. This PTO my shit is not for me. Not for me. And then she's like, oh, if you don't have hours, then you can't take time off. And I said, I'm sorry. Why can't I take time off? Oh, because it's the hospital's policy. We can't give you time off if there's no money to pay you. And I said, I'm sorry, but it's the law that if I do request time off and it's a medical emergency, (laughs) you have to give it to me. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's if it's a medical emergency. And I'm like, it will always be moving forward. A medical emergency. Bitch, you don't play with me. These white motherfuckers have me fucked up, period. Let's close this shit out and head over to the next section, which is... Bendito. Yes, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. So let's get into these headlines real quick. I want to start off with a local one, a 17-year-old boy charged with murder in Lawrence shooting. Um, this, ooh, excuse me, this um, came in today on 7, uh, I don't even know what fucking channel this is, 7 News, whatever. A 17-year-old boy is scheduled to face charges Tuesday in a shooting of a death of a Lawrence man. Um, I don't know who this this child is, but listen, let me just let you guys know that today I saw a American Red Cross truck tagged up with graffiti. Shit is getting wild out here. The heat is coming up Mm. and people are just starting to act motherfucking crazy again. And it's a problem. We need to we need to do something. We need to do something. We keep talking about we need to do something. And then who's actually doing something? (sighs) Okay, Um, moving on. uh, Joe Budden. So <laughs> there's a lot of things going over going on over at the Joe Budden camp. If you don't know, Joe Budden had a little rant where he fired all of his employees from the podcast or whatever. Um, oh they've been having problems because I guess what the real issue is, is that when it comes down to a financial breakdown, Joe Budden doesn't really want them to have more money when, at the you know, they're all contributing to this podcast. Um Joe Budden apologizes to Olivia Dope following sexual harassment allegation. I and he said, "I take accountability for this." Well, shit, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. you degraded a whole fucking female. So there was like an event or something, and they were going down the line, and Joe Budden gets to Olivia Dope, and he says, uh, "You know, something along the lines of, I want to fuck you.'" Oh. And uh, damn, I wish I had the exact quote. Um, uh, Anyway, something along those lines and then introduces 
uh, Olivia and Olivia spoke out. And um, I just I, I think it's funny that when celebrities get caught in these situations, they automatically want to be on some, uh, which is a big reason why I don't believe in statements by companies, by anybody, by anybody, because your statement is so fucking fabricated. And it's disgusting that we live in a world where people are like, he needs to say something. He no, you know what he needs? Therapy and counseling. Because I don't understand what what is so hard about a man not disrespecting a female in that way. You know I what don't sucks? understand those things. And it's because it's something that I actually was talking about maybe like a week or so ago. Um, at some point, he's come across, and I'm not making an excuse for him, but this is the fucking annoying part. At some point, he came across women that liked that shit. Yeah. So for him, it's like, oh, this shit works for me. Until you meet somebody who has more like standards and self-respect for herself, and that's like, no, baby, you're not going to talk to me any which way. Yeah. You know, especially if there's like a certain level of awareness that, you know, she's at where she's like, no, you're not going to talk to me like that. And it's not to say that the other women that, you know, no, I'm going to say it's lack of morals and lack of like self-awareness for their own worth because no self-respecting woman is going to let a man talk to her any which way, period. You cannot change my mind. I'm sorry. You can't mm. like I just I just also find it like weird that these men in power just feel so entitled to speak to whoever, however mm-hmm. they want to because mm-hmm. they have a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of it's kind of disgusting when you think about it. Like who who's checking for Joe Budden? When did you ever hear Joe Budden's hot? Hmm? Like ain't nobody out here worried about you, bro. Do what you need to do. Do your podcast. You're not a sex icon. You're barely a rapper. Just motherfucking do your podcast. Shut the fuck up and do what it needs to be done. And hmm. that's it. And that's it. Speaking of being that's it, I want to talk about my girl Azalea Banks and my girl Nicki Minaj. <laughs> because this had me all the way fucked up. Azealia Banks came out after Nicki Minaj went live and was <sighs> sniffling the whole time because she has allergies. Mm. Um, and Azealia Banks was talking about how Nicki Minaj needs to lay off the crack. She needs to stop sniffing coke. Like somebody come get her son and this and that. And if history has taught us anything is that women do not like when you bring their child into their mix. Okay. As we saw with Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, even if it's a rumor or not. Mm. And Azealia, baby, like, you looked so high (laughs) on that live. I really need Azealia's friends close by um, to just be like, babes, shut the fuck up. But I will say Azealia is looking amazing these days. So there's that. Um, Do you have anything? No, nothing really caught my attention this week. I just... People still going to be racist. People still going to say some stupid Ooh, shit. Oh, speaking of racism, did we all see that video that I posted on the Sofrito Speaks page where the Dominicans mm. were uh, getting onto the islands in Puerto Rico. And as they They're were running away, refuge. you know, the Puerto Ricans were like, yo, sit with us so that you guys can blend in. This and that. And then there was the whites. Oh, the whites just doing what whites do. Not minding their business up in the mix on a on land that's not theirs. 
land that they didn't give a fuck about but love to travel to mm. I, I I really was disgusted by the video, but I was not surprised. I am I am not surprised about a lot of things that I'm seeing online anymore because yeah. I have no faith in this country. And I yeah. find myself saying a lot more. I need to get the fuck out of America. Mm. And anyone can judge me on that. Anyone can be like, yo, that's mad disrespectful. I don't give a fuck. This country has just shown me in the past year and a half its true colors. And I just I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. So. Sofrito International. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Let's take this break and then we'll head into our Caldero talk. Before we get into all that, let's take a break. Caldero talk. I love that we can literally do anything with our name. <laughs> You're on, bitch. Sofrito secrets. <laughs> Y'all, we were just talking about, uh, so, okay, no. I was about to. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to fuck. Okay, I mean, so when you guys take a shit and then you shower, do you wipe or do you just get in the shower? Like, if you take a shit before you get into the shower, are you wiping your ass before you get in the shower or are you just spreading your cheeks when you get in the shower? And if you made it this far into the episode, send a DM. And if you don't send a DM, then I'm still judging. <laughs> but it's okay because my answer will shock not many of you, but uh, go ahead, Nina. <laughs> Start the caldero talk. <laughs> Yo, I'm sick, you guys. I'm sick. Anyways, so, mi gente, this week's topic is titled, Are You Lonely or Are You Just I'm so bored? lonely. Because you are not alone. You are fucking bored. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so essentially, this episode is going to be a conversation about getting out of a dysfunctional, unhappy situation and why we might go back to them based on comfort, familiarity, loneliness, or just plain boredom. Understanding the difference and why you should just leave it alone, mi gente. Don't stop leaving alone. Leave me alone, girl. Um, Anyways, um, am I lonely or am I bored? Uh, I'm bored. I'm bored. I'll be honest. I'm bored. I feel like sometimes I am bored, but I have been very lonely. Mm. Um, yeah, I have been very, very lonely, uh, especially during the pandemic. Um, I was alone majority of my day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's why a lot of issues were coming up mm-hmm. where I was like starting to realize a lot of shit that I was just fucking up in relationships that I was like blaming on other people mm. and I was like you know but this time around I'm not bored um but I am just aware you mm. know I'm not I'm I'm surrounded by people now but I'm aware and you know I feel like that's a great place to be when you're around people is just aware of your surroundings, aware of the energy that you're allowing your life and knowing when to say, like I had last week, a social media break. And I was like, I don't want no communication with nobody. Don't text me. I literally said that to my friends. Like, don't hit me up. Don't call me. I was like, wait, so like, what about Sofrito Speaks? But I was being, I was being extra because I thought I could, I really thought I could do it till my birthday. And I was like, I don't even have a life. I was bored when I sent that text message. Mm. Boom. I wasn't lonely. I was bored. But I was just like giving into depression and anxiety and all these things. And I was just like, after I sent it, though, I felt better because mm. I felt like people 
responded in a way where it was like they respected and I was like, all right, I really do appreciate that. But then I just felt immediately like, bro, you're already pretty isolated. Like at this point, just move to North Pole and just fucking do your thing there. You know, like uh, so what about you? Um, I think right now I'm just bored. I was actually having this conversation with my homegirl and I'm speaking on term in terms of like dating. Like I don't really care right now for the whole friendship thing. Mm-hmm. That's cute or whatever. Um, oh, because we're talking about dating. That's a whole different story. Right. So I'm for me, I was speaking in terms of dating. Um, and I find myself that when I do get bored, I want the attention. I'm not going to hold you. And yeah. it's not that I don't get attention. Like, I do have people in my DMs. I do have people this in my everyday life. Right. And it's I, like, I'm not asking for it. Like, it's just me being myself, which it's it's flattering that me being just my plain self, like, you know, men are like, yo, what's good with shorty? Like, you know, even though I don't, I don't be interested most of the time. Um, She's like, shorty said nothing. Thank shorty you. said literally, there's nothing going on good with shorty. <laughs> Ain't shit going on over here. Let me, let me but dust them cobwebs. I, the other day, I was telling my friend, like, <laughs> listen, if I have to play DJ for a couple nights, <laughs> I will. You know <laughs> what I will, I let handle. the music play. <laughs> we can get away. Handle, please don't let the music, music. Mama say, Mama say, I'm a mockers. Yo, yeah. So, yeah, Anyways. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sick. Um, but you know, like I joke, like you know. I will go back to something familiar before I rack up another one. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah, you're you're good at that. Yes. Yeah, my my listen, my body count is just it's gone. No, we we're, we're recycling now. We're, we're recycling dick. At this point, <laughs> you know, I, and I'm not ashamed. I mean, I am worried that when I do start to date, um, that that conversation will come up. And um, I have okay, to. time the fuck out. Please hit the DMs if you think that that conversation <sighs> is immature as fuck. What does it matter? Yo, listen, I, if I, you've I, gotten I, tested and we, every week good, everybody's good, all, all parties I involved can see are good. It, but I think, okay, so Don't, I think in the gay culture. If you ask me, I think you're, in, you're immature as fuck. I think in the gay culture, it's it's a little oh, bit different okay. because okay. For, for men, uh, with this book that I'm reading, I'm understanding this, especially okay. with myself. Like The Velvet, what is it The called? Velvet Rage, like, uh, it, it really is a sign of, like, you have not healed from a lot of shit. The fact that you're constantly, mm. constantly chasing dick. Yeah, no. Constantly. But I'm also on some shit, like, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not a sex addict. I just, you know, I like having my fun. But the body count, I started thinking about it, and I was like, bitch, esa lista, <laughs> presidencio. <laughs> but I know I have friends who are in the triple digits, 300 or higher. Let me just say that. Oh out of all my God. friends, I am, out of all my gay, out of a couple of my gay friends, I am the least. Wow. But that does what that does. Anyways, continue. Good for y'all. Um, but yeah, when I say I'm bored, it's not like I'm not looking for a hookup. Like, I'm like, oh, like, I want to go on a date. Like, I just want to go on a date. Like, I want to have conversation with somebody. Like, but I can do that. I can literally do that with my friends like just like hey let's go out let's go do something i can do that um but i just be bored like i'm just like all right let me download the apps again let Ugh, me and i'm just like i don't want to go home. at this point i think grinder like every time they see my new account they're just like nigga just log off 
Why do you keep deleting your profile? <laughs> <laughs> Just delete the app for a couple weeks. Damn. You're doing a lot. Doing Do you delete your profile? So I recently just deleted my profile in its totality. Like I don't, I no longer exist. Like normally I would just put it on pause, delete the app, whatever. Um, but I actually just deleted it this time. I was like, I don't. You have way more luck than I do on uh, I don't online have to dating. Work. Yes, I've definitely had breakfast, lunch, and dinner paid for in the same day. Um, yeah, like I just like was fitting people in schedules. Like oh, okay, like I was speed dating, whatever. Um, but yeah, I just get like, I just got bored. I'm just like, all right. And then it's like, Nina, like, why? And then let's, let's unpack that. Why? Uh, then there's that guilt. Yeah. Like, uh, and, but then I realized even when I had the app, I would be on it and like, I would have like very minimal conversations and I'm like, I don't even care to be on this right yeah. now. So why do I even have it? What is the, what is the purpose? Um, Ooh. Excuse me. So then I just, that's, I think I deleted it like a month ago, a month and some change ago at this point. Cause I'm just like, I don't. But care. I also feel like the apps, like people give it such a negative, like light. I like, when I say I use the apps, people are like, you use apps. I'm like, yes. Yes. It's 2021. Yeah. We're in 2021. We I work people? two fucking jobs. Yeah. I don't have time to go out. I, Friday have, night. I have no shame. I'm fucking broke. Cause I'm trying to pay bills. And I'm going to go to a fucking bar and try to meet somebody, bitch. Bitch, if I ain't meeting you at a house party, it's not being happened, period. It's not, right. Like, <laughs> the odds of us, like, I, I would love, like, I keep saying this. I would love to meet somebody, like, old-fashioned, you know? Like, you peep them, they peep you, and it's like, oh, hey, what's up? Like but Those I'm days to, are just so, it, it's not that it's not possible. I would say it's not really possible around here. No, because everyone's yes. motive around here. Well, anyways, you don't date around here. I don't. And I don't date in this city. I refuse. But I wouldn't mind 15 minutes over in Lowell. I wouldn't mind it. But if it if somebody tells me they're from Lawrence, I'm just like, mm, okay, okay. No, I'm good. We're keeping you know too you right many there. motherfuckers. <laughs> right, like we, we've been around the same circle. But I saw, so okay, so I saw, to speak to that, I saw this post that said it was the top picture was a man and a woman and it was a man saying can i get your number and the girl giving his number the next day the man texts her and is like hey friday 7 30 dinner at the at bar and grill um already made a reservation and she was telling her friends and she's like oh what should i do and her friends are like girl that's like a red flag he's um oh my god so he assumed that you didn't have plans and then another girl was like this just shows that he doesn't value your time and then oh the girl was like god. yeah that's not cute it sounds like he's controlling and when it's you're just too like, woke to be awake you sleepwalking. That's what I, my, my sleepwalkers. That's what I call it. But like, and then it got that post got me to think because I realized that I was making decisions on men that I wanted to date based off of what my homegirls were saying and the information that I was giving them based on the conversations that I was having with them. Um, and a lot of it was negative. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. Well, maybe I'm not looking at it a certain way. I stopped telling people about my dating life for that fucking reason because I'm like you could be missing out on someone amazing over someone else's opinion who hasn't even met them mm. and they're not even the ones speaking to them and it's like well not uh, I, and again this is I'm saying this and very your, humbly and your best enemy is oftentimes your closest friend you're not wrong so I there are a couple people that I just stopped telling them about my dating life because they were so jaded from their own pasts that mm. good things that were happening. Like I've like me, I've dated some really good, wholesome men. 
I just wasn't ready for them. It was, it literally was a, it's not you, it's me thing when it ended. Um, not, not to completely dive into that, mm. but because I'm on that same boat where I have dated some really good mm-hmm. guys and it was literally that it, 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 it went to the, to the, like, once I start to see that it's like, oh, you trying to get serious, serious. You almost. Like I'm automatically right. <laughs> so if in this book they, you know, they kind of explain that, and that, you know, kind of stems from our childhood and us never really one seeing true love, two uh, having anyone understand us. It came. It comes from you know parents constantly telling you, oh, you know, uh, don't take that too seriously. Like it's not that bad. It's like you have a hard time understanding. Mm-hmm. And so when when somebody shows you those things, you automatically want to run. Yeah, you get turned off by it. Yeah. But then it's like then you then when you don't have it, you see it and you're like, damn, I want that. And it's like, yo, I could have had that, but I was I want it already five years in. Let's skip the first five years. <laughs> like I, I I let's go through the arguments. I just want to be the five years in where the, where they're both comfortable. Mm-hmm. You're both at a space where you're like we're comfortable. We can rock. You can go out. I can go out. Yeah. First of all, I feel like from day one, that should always be the the vibe. Like, I try to make that clear with whoever I'm dating. If you want to go out, go out, do your thing. I don't care. I, I'm going to give you trust. Now. Can't nobody fuck that up but you. Right. Period. I'm going to give it to you. But, because I know that if I go out, I don't want out. <laughs> Bitch, did you? Don't blow up my phone. Don't do that. Bitch. Don't do that. It's a quick way for me to be like, I right, next. It's a real you didn't, quick way. I, I've had guys. You didn't text me when you got home. Bitch, I get myself home every fucking day. No, I just... So I have actually had men that have admitted to me, like, later on, like, after, you know, it's said and done and the dust is settled. Um, I've never ended things badly. It was never, like, an argument. It was never anything. It was literally just like, yo, like, I'm just not here. I'm not in this. I don't want to waste your time type shit. And um, later on when we, you know, we, we kind of like speak or whatever, like, hey, how's everything, whatever. Um, I find out like, oh, like I, I was, they've told me I was falling in love with you. And I'm like, oh, why? <laughs> Can't relate. Did you want me to say it back? Because I wasn't. Um, and that's what, and that's where I realized I'm just bored because I've had these men that want to love me, that want to give me all these things, but I'm not even whole in myself in what it is that I want in a relationship. Mm. I don't know what I want in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I say I want these things, but at the same time, it's like, okay, well, if you get those things, what are you going to do with it? I can't tell you what I'm going to do with it. I don't know what I would do with it. I literally have had men that want to give me their all mm-hmm. and I'm only half in it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's where, that's what stops me from getting back on the apps. That's what stops me from pursuing anybody right now because I'm like, I don't even want to waste anybody's time. Like I don't even, I don't even want to do that to somebody. Um, Cause you don't want it done to you. I don't want it. Exactly. I don't want it done to me and I've had it done to me. So I think, I've when I've I've been unpacking my dating life and I think that it's happened to me so many times like I've been the girl that men have dated to get over their exes and then they get back with their exes and I'm left with all these feelings and I'm like well where the fuck do I put them and I like to say I've I've constantly said and found myself saying and in, in whenever I've 
gone on dates with people like I am never bitter from the past. I only use them as lessons so that I can figure out how to be better for the present. Nah, I've been carrying that shit for a minute. I've been carrying all that, sh- that hurt that dudes have given. I've been carrying it. And I was saying the opposite of that so that I would believe it. I no longer believe it. Yeah. I'm, I don't want to say I'm jaded, but like, I... You got some shit to work through. I got some shit to work through. When it comes and to And then dating. I realized recently that I... So I've never said to a man, I love you outside of family. You know what I'm saying? And I realized that I have now taken pride in that. I don't think it's something that I should be proud of. Because then that just means that I haven't let somebody in and been vulnerable enough for somebody to feel what I need to feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never let somebody in. You like, better wake up. You know what I'm saying? You, you better the, wake I mean, the fuck up. These are dead-ass reflections and conversations I be having with myself. Like, these are things right that there, I Because right there, that's the juice. And that's really, to honest to God, the truth. And, you know, I feel like lately for myself, it's been the same realization of, like, you, I had one relationship that fucked me up and scared me to the point where it was like, I never want a, want to mm. date again. And from there on now, every other guy that I've ever met, I've tried to compare them to that one relationship. And two, when they have shown me a sign of like thing, I have realized one, I was bored as fuck. I didn't want, I didn't even want this. I didn't even want this. Mm. And two, I'm also lonely as fuck. I need to work <laughs> on being more comfortable around myself and three, can I even handle a real really? Can I handle somebody to really get into into my core? Mm. Can I handle that? Mm. I've never had that. Even my first relationship wasn't that. It was very surface, very just toxic, like just two young motherfuckers trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know, so that right there, mama, that was the juice. That yeah, the juice. but again, it's like that that pride and like, oh, I've never said I love you to a man. And I would say like nothing, but then it's like, wait a minute. Nina, you never, you've never. And everyone in the room is like, there have been, okay, there, have, bitch. there have been men that like I have been with that it was on the tip of my tongue. It was, it was right there. And I, I was literally I, waiting for them to I fuck like up eggs. to justify why I wasn't going to say it. And the moment they fucked up, I was like, look, I don't have to say it now. And and I could have felt like I and I like I felt it like oh my god. So like, you hold the I love you. That's interesting. You hold the I love you until they have a moment. So when do you know, well, I guess I can't ask I've you. Never that you yeah, I've like, never said it because I'm like once they fuck up, I'm like I don't have to say it. But then I'm like is it lust or is it love? Like I don't even know how to differentiate between the two. I'm like I like you. I'd like you. And there's some moments where I'm looking at them and I'm like, yo, I, I like this motherfucker. Oh, my God. Like, damn. And then it's like, if you were to leave me right now, how upset would I be? Like, I've cried over things ending with certain men. But then I'm like, oh, two weeks in, I'm like, two weeks later, I'm like, okay. I'm glad I didn't waste and I love you because two weeks later, I'm good. I'm Gucci. I feel like when if I'm going to love somebody and we end shit, it's gonna hurt me for a minute. Like that's why I, I, I for some, and then it's like but let's then, unpack that. Why think, do I have the equivalent of hurt 
pain and love. Bitch, I will throw my phone at you. You shut the fuck up. That was that was about to be my question. That was about to be my question. Why? Why? Why can't it just be a healthy, like genuine, like I love this person? Why do it? Why and and why can't you just let the the emotion live in the moment and understand that the words "I love you" yes, they do have meaning, but if the day comes that it. Let's say judgment day does come where it's like, you know, you fucked up or whatever and I have to let you go. It shouldn't automatically, you shouldn't feel like I wasted and I love you. It, it still wasn't I love you. You loved that person in that time at, during, during that moment. Mm. So let that love live. But doesn't mean you have to hold on to it where it's like, this is the title, this is the pride, and moving forward, I love you. So if you ever fuck fuck me over, you ever hurt me, then I now hate you. That's where we have to understand that. If I tell you right now I love you and tomorrow I hate you, I'm not going to be like, yeah, well, I, 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 I hate her. Like, yeah, I hate her, but I, at one point I did love you. Mm-hmm. And I understand that emotion, mm. you know? And <clears throat> it's it's... I feel like that's a little bit where where we get that, where it's like, I said I love you, now you have that pride. Like, I said I love you, I said I love you, you better be you better with me. Correct. You better act correct. I don't give loves out. I don't give I love you's yeah. out. I love you is not and an that's, item. That's, that's an unfair expectation to give somebody that they don't even know that they're getting if I say it to them. I love you is not an item that you give. Mm. It is a feeling that you feel. When you love someone, when you truly love someone is a feeling. And I feel like people put so much but emphasis. I, I feel like it's a... It's almost a power I'm giving them over me. And, and I, so that's where the rewiring has to happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because right there, that is where you have to understand, like, you, you don't have power over me. I still love you. You don't got power over me. I'm still I'm still me. I'm still Nina. I still rock. You know, I'm doing my thing. But I just, I love you. Like, what can I do? Like, I love you. Does Like I said, does that mean next week you guys might just, it might be the final breakup and it's done? Yes. But I think when those breakups happen... You know, back to the New York Dose when we were on the New York Dose and they were like, oh, you never will talk to your ex. You won't be in the same room. I'm like, no, bitch. <clears throat> you know, I had to work through all that shit because I was like, well, why? Why would that bother me? You know, so I feel like it's the same thing. So if somebody hurts your love or or makes you feel like, damn, I wasted it and I love you. I don't think you should look at it that, like that. I think you should look at it like that feeling lived in that moment. Mm. And it is what it is. You better preach. So with being bored, I just, I've never been bored enough that I go back to dysfunction. But that's why I'm really grateful. Like you said, like, oh, like you're really well at doing that. Basically recycling people. Um, I don't, we don't end things on like crazy bad terms. So that's why it wouldn't be weird for me to be like, yo, so what up? Mm. You still single? I'm still single. We trying to do this thing or what? So I think when it comes to dating, I don't do that. Um, I know plenty of people who literally have that one person uh, that when something does not work out, they go right back to them and it's the same old song and dance. Once you're an ex, you're a a lesson learned for me. Um, I I don't want to run back to you. I don't want to be with you. Um, But I think with dating, like I think I tried that one time with this kid in New York and we had a date right before I moved back to Massachusetts and... It was a reminder. It was a reminder that, you know what, you, we were, we were, you know, messing around for a good four months. And the reason why we broke apart is because you are fucking toxic and you, you need some help and, you know, bless you. And I think then I learned, like, I can't, I can't run back. I can't keep running back to these men who ain't shit. I literally won't listen to my friend's. I won't listen to them anymore. 
you know that whole like jokingly like oh but you're gonna go back to him and it's like nah i said we done yeah you're gonna go back sis i won't listen to you talk about it anymore like i'm like just just shut the fuck up just shut up because you're gonna you're gonna go back like just i just, just uh, shut up i don't want to hear it. i don't hear it. i promise i don't i promise i don't i just went through this in the last month uh with a, a really close friend of mine who her man clearly is trash um <laughs> and like I, I i can only do so much encouraging yep I can only do so much uplifting. Yep. I can only do so much reminding you. Yep. I can only do so much, period. Yep. The fact that you would let a man who is not even contributing to your bills <clears throat> come up in your house and, you know, ask you why the fuck I'm there. Just let me know right there. Like, it's not about you. It's about, one, the response, and two, the way that you allow other men to speak to you. Because me, I treat you like a queen. You know, when mm. I see her, I'm like, bitch, you are, you're beautiful. You're, you're a queen. You're this. You're that. I uplift you because I know how important that is to uplift females. Um, but it's clearly not getting through to you that you're not understanding that you really are these things that people are telling you. Mm. So I just no longer can do it. Um, she wants to keep running back to that dysfunctional relationship and try to make herself believe that it's going to work. And I've called it out to her face. Like, if this is what you really, truly believe is for you, then you know what? You're not going to get what's for you. You're going to get what you deserve. Mm. And what you deserve is exactly what you're allowing. Two different things. Yo, Ruben pulled up to date. Two different things. Like, I just need, I need females, males, everyone to understand that when you are in a relationship and they are not working for you or working with you. Mm. Oh, my God. Then they have to go. I got goosebumps. They have to go. And and that's a very big thing that I find when I start dating people is like, are you going to work with me through my shit while I work through your shit? Because we all, we all bringing shit to the table. Ain't nobody perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. Or are you going to sit there and, and make it seem like you're the better one? You're the one, you know, I'm, I'm teaching you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not cool with me at all. That's, mm-hmm. very, that's a very quick for me, like, I got to go. We're done. Mm. Wow. <laughs> so I'm lonely, and I don't go back to dysfunctional relationships. And I'm bored, and you're not going to catch me in a dysfunctional relationship. And I said, what the fuck I said. And that's not You coming on Queen Radio talking to the queen. <laughs> Anyways, let's close this out and head over to our last section, which is. A reposar. Yes. <laughs> We're at the last part of the show. This is Reposal, the part of the show where we leave you guys with some quotes, some positive affirmations, and uh, we don't have no shout outs or announcements this episode. And yeah, do you want to start it off? Yeah, it's going to be real simple. Uh This has been the theme this season for me. Uh Choose yourself because can't nobody do you the way you can just essentially do it for yourself. No one's going to do it for you. Just do it for yourself. Choose yourself. That's it. Um, Mine's is, I can't fuck with people that don't understand. It's really about the principle of things. Yeah, the situation may be small, a.k.a. what I went through today, but it's about the principle. Out of all the ways you could move, you chose that way. And I posted this today. I'm telling you, Ruben pulled up today. (laughs) 
Something about being tired just does it for me. Yeah. And talking shit. Yeah. Okay, y'all. Well, my name is Rue Motherfucking Zales, and I'm blasting off. And I'm Nina Montañez. Stay blessed, mi gente. Oh, Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sofrito Speaks. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sofrito Speaks to keep up with all of our latest content.